This is the Perfect Pup Podcast, helping you build a better relationship with your pup. Presented by Pupford. Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. My name is Devin. I'm very excited about this episode. I just had the opportunity to take my dogs on vacation with me. We went out to some uh, dog-friendly areas on Long Island and had a great time, and it really got me thinking about what you need to bring for a dog vacation and, of course, just some helpful tips. So let's get right into it. Let's start with some quick tips on just helping your dog feel more comfortable and making sure you have a successful vacation with your dog. The first thing, let your dog acclimate. Understand that sometimes it may take your dog longer to get used to an area than you think. And that includes, you know, where you're staying. Maybe it's the climate's different. Maybe, you know, the people around them, they're used to being in a house with a yard. Now they're in a hotel or an Airbnb that doesn't have a yard, whatever it might be. Just give your dog some time to acclimate and and kind of work that into your uh, planning and scheduling for when you first get on your vacation. Uh, the second thing is to research the dog friendliness of the hotel, the restaurants, beaches, things you want to do in the area. I will tell you, I just experienced this and it can be harder than expected. There are great websites like Bring Fido and there are other resources what I found though is a lot of times you'll go, for example, into Google Maps and you'll search dog friendly restaurant or whatever it might be. And you might think that it's dog friendly and then you show up and it's not. It, it can be a challenge. One thing that I found very helpful is as I'm searching for these things, I like going into, I use Google Maps, going into the reviews and you can filter reviews based off of a specific word. So you can search dog or pet and really get an idea not only of of course, you want to see if they actually, the the you know restaurant or hotel says that they're dog friendly, but it's good to get people's firsthand experiences because they'll tell you, you know, you might, you might think a place is dog friendly, but maybe the staff doesn't actually like dogs or somewhere might be really, really into the dogs being there. And so you want to go find those places and you can filter down reviews and Google Maps based off of keywords. So I recommend that. The third thing is plan for the worst, but expect the best. Here's the thing. Dogs are sometimes volatile creatures. And, you know, especially when you're taking them on a vacation, you're moving them out of their comfort zone. You might think get things like sickness or, you know, your dog might get car sick or your dog might have an accident in the hotel that you weren't planning for. So, you know, I don't mean to be pessimistic, but it is important to plan for the worst. And that's kind of leads to the next point of five things I would not leave home with out, not leave home without for a dog vacation. So the first thing is going to be your vaccination info and health documents. This will be more important depending on where you're going, but especially if you're going into a different country or depending on where you are, some places they need to see basically your dog's health records, that your dog is vaccinated, rabies, all those things um, is safe to be in the area. Some hotels require it. Uh, I'm not going to cover planes on this episode because I don't have expertise in that, but you know, we're going to talk about, we're, we're talking about mostly specifically you're driving somewhere. So be aware that you will need that vaccination info uh, at a bare minimum, have it somewhere in your phone, like in Google drive or in your files or whatever it is that you can access if need be. The second thing you've got to bring is a dog hand vacuum. It doesn't have to be dog specific, but a hand vacuum. I have Labrador retrievers, Labrador retrievers shed and they are large and they make messes and they slobber and X, Y, and Z different thing that dogs do. So, you know, even if your dog doesn't shed though, 
having that hand vacuum, I promise you is going to just save you a lot of headache. I have like a small one from Ryobi. I think it cost me $30 or 35 bucks. And it's about, you know, a foot long, maybe a little bit more 12 to 18 inches long. Doesn't take up a ton of space, but on my most recent trip, I used it in our hotel. I used it in the car. I used it in all kinds of places and having that dog, that hand vacuum can just save you a lot of headache and make cleaning up a lot easier. So, you know, pro tip there as well, bring paper towels. You'll, you'll be glad you have paper towels no matter what. The third thing is along the lines of grooming. Anytime, at least me personally, I always feel a bit of, um, I kind of feel like I have to make sure my dogs are groomed whenever I'm taking them into dog friendly places. You know, even if it is extremely dog friendly and they're happy to see your dogs there, you know, at a restaurant or whatever, I always like to make sure my dogs are pretty clean. They're dried off. They have been brushed recently, especially if your dog sheds, you know, just doing your part to be a good citizen is kind of how I look at it. It's my opinion, but I think it's important. And specifically with the dog shampoo, you might think, oh, we're only going for a couple days. I'm not going to need to give my dog a bath. You, again, this goes back to planning for the worst, but expecting the best your dog might roll in a mud patch that you didn't expect to find, or your dog might get skunked or whatever it might be. Like there are so many variables. And so having dog shampoo with you uh, and a brush and towels is going to make the world a difference. I always bring dog towels. Even if you're staying somewhere that has towels, I like having my towels in the car. Again, you can do to wipe things up, whatever it might be. Dogs make messes. Dogs do things we're not expecting and having those tools there is going to make a world of difference. I personally recommend getting sudsy, especially if, you know, a lot of times we're taking our dogs on vacation in like spring, summer, fall. And I think it's good to bring a shampoo like sudsy because it helps repel bugs and pests. And that can be a challenge, things like ticks, whatever it might be. So, you know, getting a shampoo that's easy to use. That's the other reason I like sudsy is that it's compact. It's just a bar. You don't have to bring an entire bottle. And it makes it really easy, even if you don't have the best shower or bathing setup for your dog to, to you, just, you know, you just put the bar in your hand and you can get anywhere on your dog very easily uh, without, you know, losing a bunch of shampoo down the drain. So highly, highly recommend, you know, bringing some sudsy, bringing a brush, bringing towels, being prepared for those things. The fourth thing that I always make sure I have with my dogs when I'm going on vacation is a GPS tracker. I for many reasons, you know, I get nervous about going into a new environment. You don't know how your dog's going to react, especially if you're going somewhere where you may let them off leash, whether it's on a, you know, a a hike that allows that or at a beach or whatever it might be. Again, new environment, our dogs are going to respond differently. And I just love the peace of mind of having a GPS tracker on my dogs. It is something that I got a few years ago when one of our dogs magically escaped underneath our gate. Uh, didn't leave. She just sat in the driveway, but I got home and I thought, wow, what would happen if my dog were to disappear? I love my fit bark. I, we have had fit barks on all of our dogs for I think two or three years now. Well worth the investment in my opinion. Um, you know, if your dog gets out of a specified range, it starts going into tracking mode and you can literally pull up on your phone, on the app, on the fit bark app, you can look at where your dog is and get directions to them and be able to find them if they were to run off or get lost or whatever it might be. So 
I'm a firm advocate for dog GPS trackers. There are a lot of options out there. Maybe I'll dive into that in another episode, but I use Fitbark and I have loved it on all of my dogs. No little to no issues that I can think of. The fifth thing that you need to bring on this dog vacation is high value treats. Again, you're in a new environment. You don't know exactly how your dog is going to respond to things. You don't know exactly, you know, how well their training is going to transfer over in this new environment. And so, you know, having those high value treats is going to put you in a little bit more control of the situation, having something, you know, that they'll work for. It's different for everyone and it's different for every dog. You know, for me, I use the Pupford salmon treats, the training treats. Uh, my dog Scout loves fish. Sonny loves it. They, they, they will focus and pay attention. And for me, when you're going into these new environments, especially places where there are other people and you want to be courteous and those types of things, you know, when I'm in a restaurant, I like to be able to, you know, reward good behavior, you know, lure to laying down and relaxing those types of things. It just makes a difference. And, you know, of course, again, new environment, working on recall, um, being able to reward those moments, all the good things. It's so, so helpful to have a bag of treats, you know, in your pocket, in your jacket pocket, in your backpack, whatever it is at all times that you can use to reward uh, and incentivize your dog. So those are the five things I would never leave home without. Quick recap, number one, vaccination info and health documents. Number two, a hand vacuum. Number three, grooming tools like dog shampoo, specifically sudsy, brush, towels, those types of things. Number four, a dog GPS tracker. And number five, high value treats. This is my list. You might have different ideas. I'm also, if you're interested, um, there will be on the Pupford website a full packing list that goes over beyond just these kind of five must-haves that I feel are really, really important um, that you can you can check out there and, and get a full idea of, you know, if you're wanting to take your dog on vacation, you know, what to expect and what you should bring. And again, I'll, I'll recap it here. Make sure that you give your dog time to acclimate. Understand that it's a new environment. Every dog's different. They're going to handle things different. And so give them time to acclimate. Do your research on the actual dog friendliness of places, you know, use Google reviews, use Yelp reviews, whatever it might be, uh, and plan for the worst, but expect the best, you know, going on vacation with your dog can be a very enjoyable experience. I live here in the city and I was able to take my dogs out to an area where they had space to run and they were able to swim in the ocean. And it was a great time for us as humans and a great time for our dogs. And you can make vacations be both of those things if you plan correctly. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have an opportunity to take your dog on vacation sometime this spring or summer. It's a great thing if it you know works for your dog, but also sometimes it can be more stressful. So if you don't want to bring your dog, don't feel like there's a pressure that you have to. Don't feel like there's a pressure that you have to give your dog vacations. Uh, it's understandable that it, you know, it adds a whole nother leather layer of complexity to traveling. So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. I look at all of them. I read all of them. I love the feedback. I love the ideas. I take ideas that I get in reviews and I use them in future episodes. If you have other things you want me to cover, please let me know. And other than that, we will catch you on the next episode.